Marin has made a pretty sum for the bounty of the rhinoceros boar. Now, against the judgment of her companions, she has taken up a job to deliver mail to the city of Melura, where a wyvern may reside. What threats await them as the group seeks to fund their journey north? Welcome back to Blood Gold. So, Diana, last night, Marin decided to forego uh, her room with Acrea and Sorrel because they were, uh, Acrea at least, was a little bit miffed with Marin's decision to travel to Melura. And so, Marin decided to sleep in the stables with Osmer. How did that go? Probably very well. I feel like she's used to sleeping with Osmer. I know you wanted that to not go well, but it's going well. She's great. She's old and likes sleeping on her livestock. It went wonderfully. Well, maybe we should, uh, you know. Probably roll for Maybe we should roll for condition to see how it went. I mean, Marin usually is actually pretty good at condition. Not gonna lie. Yeah, no, you usually do have a pretty good uh, condition check. Here's a question I'm 100% certain I've asked before. Mm -hmm. So my last condition gave me a bonus to one of my stats. You don't get that bonus. Okay, just just confirming. Yeah. Eight. Okay. For Marin. So, you know, it's not the best night's sleep she's ever had, but it's not terrible. Yeah, no, it, you you are pretty accurate. You slept, you slept pretty well through the night. What a... What was nice about sleeping in the stable with Osmer? I think it's familiarity. Like, we've been sleeping in a lot of unfamiliar places, but sleeping with Osmer and probably on Osmer, it's familiar from all of their years of, you know, wyvern hunting and slaying and roughing it, not having enough money for a bed. So it was familiar. It was just like a, a little bit of not comfort, but familiarity. And there's comfort in that familiarity. Yeah, I think we ended last episode with like the sound of Osmer's heavy breathing, like that big livestock breath. Um, and I think his breath stinks, and it kind of like fills the the stable with this um, with this like live animal smell. But it, I say stinks, but it's not bad. It's like oh, it just smells. Yeah, like it, a thing can smell, and you can recognize that it's not the most pleasant smell in the world, and it's still not a bad smell. And it gives this like feeling of like the herd. You know what I mean? It's it's like this natural smell. It's this like it, the this hay and large animal, and like this warm, humid feeling in this stable. That's just kind of uh, it feels natural it feels like in the dirt and i think that is something that marin would probably be accustomed to i agree but also i think you're minimizing the just the familiarity of it being osmer like it's not a random it's not a random animal like it's osmer this is my animal this is like i've slept i know that he's got this really great nook in between his 
I don't know, shoulder blades. I, I, li- I have no nothing about animals. I have no idea if they are comfortable to sleep on. But like she would know this, right? And like mm-hmm. this is comfortable for her. So not only like, you know, the environment being what it is, but also like the connection and the emotion there is, I think, is comfortable, especially because the reason that she's there is emotional turmoil, not specifically hers, but that's why she's there. And so having that little bit of comfort and that familiarity, I think, is is a boon, it's a boon on her old withered soul. <laughs> All right. Sorrel, her condition. She's all right. She's a seven. Okay. She got a seven last time. She's okay. Okay. A cray is not doing great. She got a five. Okay. I mean, that's not terrible. No. But it's not great either. No, but I think it is also fitting with the fact that she went to bed super mad. Yeah. Now, I believe Sorel also had a status. Yes. She is injured. Uh, what what level is that injured? She's injured five, so her dex has a minus one die size. Well, so it's not affecting her because her condition is high enough that it's not going to... It's not going to... So I don't do that thing? No. Mm-mm. Can I erase it then? Uh, yeah, it goes away since her condition is higher than her status. She slept very well for a woman who almost died. Yeah, Sorrel had a pretty rough uh, rough time. Yeah. The other day. So, Marin, you wake up in the stables. Oh, let's also give you XP. Why don't you take uh, 250 XP? We are, like, so fast and loose with your XP. Listen, it's all a made-up construct. I mean, yes. Not only, <laughs> not, only not only are games made up, but the XP super made up. It's all made up. Give yourself 1,000 XP. Why not? Who cares? It's just a game. Well, I'm only giving you 250. I know. You should have been giving me 1,000. No, no. I would love to level up. I want a new class. That's what I get if I have 1,000 more. Or anyway. Your next level is... No, my next level is... But if you... No. No. Math. Okay. My next level, I get to change a stat. The level above that, I get a new class. And uh, if you gave me 1,000 XP, I'd be at the level above that. I'd get I see. the new class. I see. I see. I see. So, um, you... Wake up in the stable. What what's what's on the agenda? Breakfast and moving out, and listening to Akraya be a grump, and having Sorel drive me crazy. You know, the usual. Okay. So, uh, you also wanted to get your bath this morning. Oh yeah, I, I don't know about if you that. remember that in the rod and den that. because you negotiated for that bath. I did. I wanted that bath. <laughs> bath, breakfast, roll out. Okay. So you cross over back to the Rodden Den. Do you go straight up to the room or are you getting like, what's what's the order of operations here? Well, I'm going to go into the like tavern part first to see mm-hmm. if they're awake. And if they're not, then I'm going up to the bed, up to the bedroom. Okay. Uh, they're not in the tavern area. The, the tavern area is, um, there's, a, there's a handful of people in there getting breakfast, um, but not, uh, it's not particularly busy and the kobolds are not there all right yeah so i go upstairs so you make your way up the stairs up to your room and inside uh and sorel are sleeping in the in the bed or in one of the beds and they are fast asleep uh there is the the tub that lavelia had brought up for them to bathe in and the water is like 
ice cold at this point. And yeah, they do not wake up on your entry. How early is it? Like, did the sun just rise or would you say it's like eight-ish o'clock? Well, we've established that Marin usually gets up really early. Yes. Yeah. So it's probably, it's probably fairly early. It's working hours early. You and I have very different definition of working hours early. <laughs> so, because like... For you, that might be seven, but for me, I like seven o'clock is I've already been up for a few hours, like doing things. Yeah, no, I'm thinking like six or okay. five. Okay. Even. All right. So, at what I would consider working hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, th- in that case, I just leave the room and I go downstairs and I go to the kitchen and I ask if they've got another tub. Uh, yeah. And the, um, I don't know if, I guess probably Samir is definitely up already. Yeah, S- Samir nods and she says, "Yeah, yeah, we can we can get you uh, an, a bath. You can get your bath ready now if you're ready." Yeah, that'd be great. Are you trying to do it in there? Where where are you trying to? If they've got like a little corner of the kitchen, I'll do it in the kitchen. I don't care. Um, <laughs> if they've got another room, I'll do it there. Like I, Marin could not care less about modesty. She doesn't care. She's taken baths in rivers before. Yeah. She just paid, she essentially paid for a warm bath. She's getting her warm bath. She doesn't care if it's in the middle of the tavern. But she's not rude to this person. It's five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so Samir says, um, all right, why don't you uh, go up to your room and we'll, we'll, send up, uh, we'll send up a bath. Can it not be in my room? Can we do it somewhere else? My roommates are sleeping. Oh, um, yes. Well, in that case, why don't we... Yeah, we have a, a an extra room. We can uh, just have you for the morning. Just get a bath. Somebody left late last night, so should be fine. Perfect. Uh, so she tells you the room number and gives you a key, and says they'll they'll take up a bath soon. And sure enough, in a couple minutes, uh, some of the kitchen staff has brought up like a big tub and these buckets of warm water. And uh, they fill up this bath in this room for you. I tell them to leave a bucket. I don't know if that's a thing you would do anyway. But, yeah. But they leave a bucket. They leave. Because if I don't have to get naked in front of you, I won't. No. Um, they leave. She takes her bath. It's, she's very utilitarian about it. Like, it's that water is still very warm when she's done with her bath. Like, she's not luxuriating in it. That's not a thing she does. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how to do that. But she gets herself clean. She washes her hair. She rebraids it. Um, gets herself dressed. And then she starts shoveling the water out of the window and, like, tossing it outside to empty the tub. Okay. What's your HP like? Not great. I didn't reset it after I slept. Oh, okay. So you should recover um, half of your HP up to the max. Okay. Now what's it like? 17. It's a little better. It's a lot better, actually. Out of what? Out of 21. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Take another uh, HP just for the warm bath. You're feeling pretty good after, after that bath. And the way you described pouring out the water out the window, it sounded like you wanted to do something. No. Oh, okay. I'm, ju- I'm literally just emptying the bathtub. Like, I'm being nice to the people. So that they Yeah, so that they don't have to do it again. All right. That's nice. And, yeah, afterwards, you are you're, – you're feeling good. You're feeling clean. It's the first bath you've had in several days. Mm-hmm. And when, let's see. When did I start tracking the date? So it's been at least – so episode 12, it was the seventh day of the month, and now it is the 
much later than the seventh day. And of course, my Google Sheets is all messed up. And now it's the 13th. So it's been at least like two weeks since you bathed. No. Why? What? What? The seventh and the 13th? That's not two weeks. Yeah, but that was uh, episode 12 was oh. the seventh. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So it's been a while. It's been a while. To- Hold on. She's not filthy. She like wipes herself down. It's still gross. Yeah, I'm just saying she's not like she's not a she's, disgusting human being who never ever cl- cleanses herself in any capacity. She wipes herself down. Listen, there's only so much bee goo and mud and I agree. And I'm just saying she's mushroom not, man. She's not walking around like looking like a totally different colored person. Like she's she wipes the mud off of her as much as she can. She doesn't look like a mud person walking around. That's all I'm saying. She okay. might have when she walked into this town, specifically. But the day before this, I'm just saying. She's not, you know, like an 11-year-old boy who's starting to stink and doesn't know it. Like, she knows it. Okay. I didn't think I had to specify that. But now I'm specifying it. She's not gross. I, b- I believe you. She's just old and hardened. So, Marin cleans up. So that didn't take very long. I head downstairs. No, on my way out, I check the bedroom again, but I expect them to be sleeping. I just kind of like peek into the room. Yeah, yeah, I think they're. I think they are still asleep. Because that didn't take very long. Like honestly, no. that's probably she took like a five minute bath. That probably took half an hour of the time. Um, so she heads down to the tavern area and gets breakfast, which I'm sure is some sort of pork. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, bacon and eggies. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And uh, Samir uh, takes your order and she she feeds you. She she brings you your meal and she goes, um, so uh, what's the plan? Are you are you sticking around? Did you find more work? No, we're heading out today. As soon as my compatriots wake up and have their breakfast, we'll be we'll be on our way. Oh, you going uh, n- uh, north to Felm? We're leaving here. Okay. All right. Keep your secrets. <laughs> um, she goes, all right. Well, uh, you know, it's been a it's been a pleasure doing business with you. And if you're ever in town again, I hope you uh, I hope you stop by. Thank you very much. I will remember that. And yeah, she leaves you to to finish your meal. I imagine that Marin she might not like relish a warm bath, but she definitely relishes like a warm meal that she didn't have to cook. So she, mm-hmm. and you know. She's trying to give the kobolds a little time because she's not a monster. Um, So she is sort of taking her time with this. I don't know how fast normal people eat. I eat very fast. So I'm going to say it takes her about half an hour to eat these pork and eggs. I don't don't know if that's a normal amount of time to eat. That would be so slow for me. You and I kind of just like wolf down (laughs) all of the food that is presented to us. We really do. We eat so fast. But she takes about half an hour. What you're supposed to understand from what I'm telling you is that from when she woke up to when she goes to wake up the kobolds, it's been about an hour. Okay. All right. It's so a little bit more of a reasonable time to wake up. Yeah. You're you're giving them some space as opposed to, I feel like Marin is usually like kicking them awake to yeah. get them moving. It's This has been kind of a gentle morning. Yes. That is the intention. So when I finish my breakfast, I, you know, do, I don't know if this is the sort of establishment where you leave your things and walk away or if you take them up to some sort of counter. But I do whatever it is that I'm supposed to do to yeah. indicate that I'm done with my food. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I head upstairs to the bedroom where I will be waking them up. I just won't be kicking them. 
Must be nice. I know. You have no idea what that's like. <laughs> my mornings are now woken up by you dropping a baby on my chest, who then proceeds to hit me that's as great. hard as she can. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I'm no longer the bad guy. I'm just bringing you your daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just bringing you your daughter. It's... It's not my fault she's choosing violence in the morning. It is your... You taught her to hit me. I taught her to push you gently. She misinterpreted that as hitting you. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, when you go up, um, I think Akraya is awake. I think she's sitting on the edge of the bed and Sorrel is still sleeping. And she looks at you and she looks at the bed that you were... That, like she looks at your bed and she goes, um, you didn't sleep here last night. No, I thought I'd give you some space. She nods uh, and she goes back to like kind of getting her things together. And she goes, uh, are we going to be heading out today? That is the intention. But like I told Sorrel, if at any point it becomes too dangerous for us to continue that journey, we won't. Uh, Akraya kind of like hops down from the bed and she walks over to like her pack and she opens it up and she pulls out the the golden dragon egg that I, I don't think you've seen it very much. She she pretty, she tends to keep it. It's pretty covered. Yeah. And uh, she kind of clutches it close to her chest, but she turns to you so that you can see it. And she goes, this is the most important thing in the world to me. If we don't get it to its nest, everything that I've ever done won't matter anymore. I understand that. I am trying to get it to its nest in a way that allows us to survive. And unfortunately, we need money for that. She turns and puts the puts the egg away and she like very carefully bundles it up in some in some cloths and then ties it in the pack and then hoists the pack over her shoulder uh and she goes um you were the one that we sought to find to guide us we don't have anyone else it's only you so whether or not i like it i have to trust the choices that you make and so if this is where you think our path leads, then let's go. I think you see Marin sort of look at the floor and immediately kind of put her hands in her pockets. This is like a very emotional scene, and she's extremely uncomfortable like with it for a lot of reasons, right? There's a lot of like conflict and not sure if she's doing the right thing sort of emotions plus like ugh, feelings gross like that's how she's feeling but you see her put her head down and put her hands in her pockets i don't think marin knows how to respond to any of that so they like her hands are in her pocket she's looking down she's like that for a beat like it she's like that for for a little while um and then she just says why don't you wake up sorrel and get some breakfast and then just walks out and heads back to the stable uh, what do you do once you're back at the stable? I start packing up. I mean, I'm taking a long time to do it because mm-hmm. I know they still have to like get dressed and eat breakfast and do all that stuff. Um, I'm probably like brushing Osmer down and like giving Osmer a pep talk. Like we can do it. 
you can work with me for one more day. Come on, buddy. We can do this. You know, brushing him down. I don't know if you do that to an animal before you dress them up. I know you do it after you, like, take things off of them. Yeah, I think you would. I feel like you would. Yeah. Even if you don't have to, I think she's doing it anyway. Yeah. As long as it doesn't hurt the animal. As long as it's not something that hurts the animal, I think she's going to do that. I don't know. I don't – I literally – the biggest animal I've ever been around is a dog, so I don't know how to handle these animals. But Marin knows. So Marin does whatever she's supposed to do with this animal. (laughs) But, yeah, she, like – I feel like that would be kind of calming, brushing an animal. It's like petting a cat or – brushing or petting a dog right like yeah it's sort of calming so i feel like she's brushing osmer and then um puts his saddle bag trunk things on um it's not a saddle but it's like a whole situation and like gets him ready to go now you got a pretty big package of mail yes for melura yes and that is part of the pack the saddle bag situation for Osmer and I am just holding because Diana was very clever and has nothing on her body. I'm just holding all the other stuff. Okay. That was on him. Cool. And that's like food and stuff? Yeah. Uh, How much food do you have, by the way? We have four food. Okay. So enough for another day. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. How... So the situation in this town, because I was thinking about maybe buying food before we went. Mm. Um, the situation in this town is clearly not the first time a town has ever been kind of bothered by a not dragon. Wyvern. Wyvern. Mm-hmm. Um, if I make it into this town, will I be able to buy food? Oh, yeah. Melura is a big city. Okay. It, it'll be uh, – Melura is the biggest city that you've – come across yet yeah uh and Marin would probably know this because it's a pretty nearby city like obviously it's a few days travel it wouldn't have taken as long under good under better circumstances but Melure is a is a large city um it's a large farming city it's a large agricultural city so there will be lots of food like so the wi- so the wyvern's really just messing up travel it's not necessarily messing up a lot of like day-to-day stuff Oh, because if it's a big agricultural city, then I'm picturing farms and every picture I've ever had in my head of like dragon raising a city is like they burn the farms. Yeah, that that's actually a good question. So Melura under good circumstances would have like fine food supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know. So, so far, the only news that has reached Nebanir where you're staying is that there have been reports of a wyvern are flying around Melura. Okay. So they don't actually know if the wyvern has landed, if the wyvern is accosting the city. The the actual situation in Melura is is unknown. Okay. Um, which is one of the reasons why the the mail's been piled up. The mail's been piled up because nobody wants to be the one to travel there and find out. Okay. So then, in that case, I'm gonna bu- we're gonna buy some food before we leave. We're probably going to stop by the butcher and get some pork sausage. Hello, and thank you for joining us again for Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode 25 of the Blood Gold campaign. How are you, my darling? I am feeling very good well. You're feeling good well? Well, there's a, there's a, there's a, 
good is if you're a superhero, right? So, well, I'm feeling very well. Oh, I that's see. You're not, I to hate be that. Dramatic. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. I feel well. Ugh, that's stupid. No. I feel good sounds so much better. I am well. You are well. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm, you could be feeling good. I feel phenomenal. I'm changing it completely. <laughs> Well, that's good. I'm glad you're feeling phenomenal. 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 Let me tell you something. I feel so spoiled. Why? This is the first time in my entire life that I've ever lived anywhere with central air. Ooh. We've always had- Is that true? Yeah. That's not true. Yeah, it is. Oh, I guess the towers at college. Yeah, we've lived several places. No, no, no. The one apartment complex we lived in in college. No, we had an- What about our college dorms? They had ours had an air air conditioner like in the wall. You lie. I'm not lying. Ours had an air conditioner in the wall. Like our apartment that we moved into when we were first married. It had an air conditioner in the wall. Oh, that kind of air conditioner. Yeah. It's like like an air conditioning unit that they built into the wall. It's not central air, but it's supposed to like fake it. Okay. So you're loving central air for the first time. I am loving central air. And I know that if we move, we're not going to get central air again. And I'm just soaking this up. Even though currently we're recording in the one room in the house that's temperature is just all over the place the central air doesn't work the heat doesn't work in here like nothing works in this room i can never get the temperature in my office space to like be a good comfortable temperature it drives me crazy but even that this room isn't nearly as hot as it is outside and it's not like you know anything crazy we saw my parents yesterday and they don't have central air they have air conditioning units upstairs in the bedrooms but downstairs in the living room, twas sweltering. Yeah, that was, that was killing I, me a little bit. We're watching the the Portugal Belgium game, which and, was a disaster. And I'm just kind of like melting into yeah. the couch. I wore pants foolishly. <laughs> I foolishly wore pants. It's the worst mistake of my life. But anyway, I'm soaking up the central air because it is the coolest summer for the rest of my life. I know. I I saw somebody, or yeah, I saw somebody phrase it that way and it's very uh depressing yeah that, <laughs> that yep. it's just gonna keep getting hotter until it's unsustainable that should be our next campaign desert hot post-apocalypse i'm already getting mad at you climate apocalypse i'm already getting mad at you why it's talking about pretending to be in the heat is making me angry the way that i get angry when i'm hot <laughs> so some of you know that I'm a slightly more tannish individual than other people. I call myself brown, but it is what it is, right? And I can't, my parents are from Portugal, which is like a Mediterranean climate. Yeah, I, I think... Hold on. I'm saying all of this to say okay. I look like I should enjoy moderate heat. I don't. I don't like being hot. I like only being comfortable and cool. If I have to pick one, I pick cold. Mm-hmm. And I think... I do think it's because I'm supposed to be surrounded by salt water. I'm, I give myself that I because th- I'm supposed to be by the ocean. That's yeah. what I think it is. But I'm not. I'm not by the ocean. And I'm hot. And I get very mean and very <laughs> mad. So the central air is saving my marriage. The central air <laughs> is making me a better mom. The central air is just making me a better person right now. And I am feeling phenomenal about it. Well, and I'm feeling very thankful for the central air as well. <laughs> that's the situation i'm very thankful for our central air yeah but marin marin and company do not have central air no i would be so cranky if i was marin i would have given up (laughs) (laughs) i 
would have I would have been like, get a taxi. I'm not. I can't with you guys. It's too hot. I'm going back inside. It hasn't even been that hot. You're in like the middle of spring. I have to sleep Fine. on the floor. Oh. <laughs> I am definitely a creature of comfort. I mean, most people are, but I don't enjoy testing my limits to see, you know, what I can withstand. No. The limit I want to test is how long can my butt how long can I sit here with my butt numb while I watch Netflix? That's the limit I want to see. Because I'm an American. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm sleepy. I'm all, I'm always sleepy anymore. That's just my my default state is sleepy. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm coming from. I'm so tired. Diana. I know. I'm so tired. Well, let's perk ourselves up with going on a journey where uh, one of the characters that you voice is really angry at me, and one of the characters that you voice won't shut up. So let's <laughs> let's go back to that. All right, I just gotta just gotta get in the kobold mood. <laughs> just gotta get koboldy. So Marin is. Finishing up, getting Osmer ready, taking care of Osmer, and just kind of like brushing him down, cleaning him up. When uh, Sorel and Akraya walk into the stables with their packs uh, already and, and on their backs, and uh, I think Sorel like climbs up the stable door, and she is like, uh, I think she's like, "Hey, Marin, uh, are we are we good to go? I have a surprise for you before we leave." Oh, what? We're gonna go buy some sausage. <laughs> is that how Marin says? A hundred percent. Because she, because what she's doing, what I think Marin is doing is she's like, ch- she's checking everything like a third time, and she's in the the part of the whatever bag that she's holding that has the food, and she's just like, "Yep, okay, we're gonna go buy some sausage." <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Wonderful. Yes, good. Okay, did you hear that? We're gonna we're gonna get more food. We're gonna get sausage. <laughs> And uh, Sorel hops down and unlatches the door and, like, kind of, like, has to struggle to push it open because it's much taller than she is. And I think I immediately just start leading Osmer out. I've got, you know, my... I forget. How did I say I was going to hold this stuff? On what? a stick. Oh, yeah. You With were going to do the... I don't want to do that. I want to do it like um like a crossbody bag. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still carry it with my tent. I'm just going to tie it around my body instead of on a stick. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm just going to do that. So I, you know, I tie it around my body and I'm taking it. So that way I have both my hands. The reason, the, mm. the it's so I have both my hands. Um, but I'm taking Osmer and we're heading to the butcher where the the very large pig, the rhino boar. Yeah, the rhino boar. Uh, where we drop the rhino boar off. So, yeah, you head to the butchers. There is a kind of large portly gentleman with a big bushy mustache. Uh, behind the counter and there's all kinds of like meats laid out and you can already see Sorel is just starting to like drool as she looks over uh, this all this smoked food so what are you what you're trying to get sausage um because I didn't we say that we were gonna get when we brought it back it doesn't matter I think I did so I'm gonna get her at least a sausage and then I only want to buy like three foods Okay. The way that the, the way that I track my food are these little boxes, and I a hundred percent can never remember what they mean. So I want three boxes. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that translates to, though. So basically, you can get food, 
which is a single day's ration of food and it goes bad in 24 hours. That is probably the cheapest or that is the cheapest. You can get disgusting rations, which last longer, but are gross. Uh, you can get normal rations or you can get delicious rations, which improve your condition check, but they're extremely expensive. I don't want those. I want the one that I got. I want one that goes bad in 24 hours and I want one that does not go bad in 24 hours. Just two? One that goes bad in 24 hours and two that do not go bad in 24 hours. Okay. So um, I think. Uh, all right. Yeah. So I'm looking what- for a deal. I brought him a fucking boar. I, I brought him a rhino boar. I'm not going to beg for it and I don't want to waste a lot of time. I'm just going to be like, hey, I brought you that boar. And I have a sausage and two foods that don't go bad immediately. Uh, he he kind of like looks the group over. He goes, "You're the ones who uh who bagged that uh rhino boar the other day." Yep. Very impressive. Very impressive. Well, uh, I sold uh, most of it to Samira over at the Rod and Den, but I do have some cuts and some. Uh, I'm making some sausage out of some of the ground meat right now. So, if uh if you can just wait twenty minutes, I can get you some uh some sausage i don't know how long it makes takes to make sausage i'm not waiting 20 minutes he's a butcher he has sausage hanging i'm just gonna grab that (laughs) like he says 20 minutes and i go no and i just pick up one of his sausages that's hanging and like let's take this and two foods that don't go bad immediately okay yeah he goes uh all right i can get you uh i'll I'll get you some salted meat (laughs) what uh what what yeah. Like jerky, yeah, right? Yeah, jerky, right, right, and right. I mean, jerky. And sausage exists not just to use up all of the animals, but because it lasts a while. Yeah, right? Doesn't coating. It? Yeah. I, I was wondering if sausage is... My, I guess it depends on the kind of sausage, right? I, I don't think, know shit about meat. Well, I will tell you that when I was in when I was studying abroad in Ireland, I missed Portuguese sausage, which my mom does not buy fresh because we don't live near a Portuguese butcher. Mm-hmm. But she bought the Portuguese sausage at the Portuguese store, bundled it up, and shipped it to me in Ireland, and it lasted another two weeks when I was in Ireland. So, oh gosh, Portuguese sausage is the type of sausage that okay. this sausage is. <laughs> okay, so I think that sounds like I mean that sounds like rations, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm always gonna go with the thing that makes me spend less money. I mean, that's over- more money. No, but overall. Oh right, overall. right, right. Uh, okay, so you, so you're getting two things of sausage, and then some food that's gonna go. Like food. I want food that goes bad in 24 hours because I guess it'll be good and food that does not go bad in 24 hours. I want one food that goes bad and two foods that do not go bad. Okay. that's And then I'm going to shade in the appropriate boxes. I've already shaded them in because in my head I've already bought them. Okay. Uh, so that's going to cost you uh, 25 gold coins. Total? Yes. Okay. Paid. Done. What's the What's the perishable that you get? Bread. Okay. No. What is a good a meat pie? Ooh. She almost died. She almost died. Perhaps it's a meat pie. Meat pie. Yes. That sounds delicious. I think it's a meat pie. Ooh. So yeah, you grab these things and I think Sorel's carrying the meat pie and her eyes are just wide. She's just staring at it. She's like, Wait, wait, when when can we eat this? Dinner. (sighs) Okay. And uh, I think she uh, hands it to you to put in the yeah, and I pack. carry it the way I'm supposed to carry it. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Do you have enough? Uh... Oh, right, because you transferred all the food to, to your... Yep, I'm, I am carrying everything that Osmer cannot right now. Okay. Fun fact, Osmer and I 
can carry the same amount of weight. Wow. I'm a, beast, I'm a beastly woman. Beast grandma. <laughs> beast mode grandma. Beast mode. Uh, yeah, you pick up your meals, or you pick up your food, and... We're off to see the wizard. Yeah. So, there is a road north of Nebanir that leads to the town of Thalm. But to get to Melura, the fastest way is to cut through the woods. We so, do that. Okay. You follow the road out of Nebanir, heading north until you uh, kind of get out of the town. And on, like, to the north, there are just these kind of plains of, there are these fields of farm houses and farms um, and ranches. And you can see even further in the distance, uh, way, way off, there kind of becomes this, like, these grasslands. The, the, the tree line has disappeared you're you're emerging out of the woods and to the east these kind of sparse pine forests much less dense than the forests that you've been traveling through but still pretty pretty significant um there are these tall skinny pine trees forming a, a forest uh that obscures much of a view that's good and on the other side of that forest is the city of Melura. that's what i'm hoping for cover should we need it yeah so do you want to give me a journey check sure okay. i'm also gonna try i got this star spinner tarot that i want to use for gaming is that how you say that word tarot yeah i say tarot i think you can say it either way I've never heard tarot. I don't know. Is that a thing that you've decided? Or is that a thing you've heard before? I don't I don't know. <laughs> but now that you're calling me out, I'm self-conscious about it. I'm sorry. I've just, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say tarot. Okay, it doesn't matter. You have these cards. They're gorgeous, by the way. Yeah, the Star Spinner is like the most beautiful deck. Um, and I got it specifically for gaming. And I haven't really used it. I keep trying to. But I kind of want to see if maybe it'll tell me anything about the weather on this track. Because... I think uh, you're getting out, you know, fairly early, but this is a this is a long trek. This is like a three days trek through the woods. This yeah. is one of the longer treks that you've had to make, and it is I think your first trek without first long trek, not on a road. A road. Mm -hmm. So there's a real chance of getting lost. There's a real chance of uh, of some of some issues coming up. What do you think? Should we check? Should we check the star spinner for the weather first, or should we uh, roll for the journey test first to see what that says? So I'm looking here, and it says your travel check is your strength plus dexterity, and the target number is the terrain and weather. It incorporates the weather. Yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. So let's see Let's see if the star spinner tells us anything about the weather. Right, because if it's raining, I have an advantage. All right, so here's what I got. I got the reverse two of coins, which is a very uh, watery image that don't you very, think yeah that is a very watery image it looks like seaweed the reverse seven of swords which also it looks like dark it's dark it's Stormy. blue it's got these uh yellow swords that remind me of lightning mm -hmm. and the one of coins which is like this warm green i think that says summer storm you think that i think that says like quick quick summer thunder storm 
I like that interpretation, like a very sudden, yeah. brief I have storm plus that's going to get rain. bad. I have plus two to rain. So if I can't use my plus two to rain, that's not what those cards say. <laughs> you would be able to use your plus two to rain. Really? So you get plus two in your journey check when it's raining? I have it in my check penalty. Yeah. It says weather plus one and then rain plus two. I 100% still don't understand how to read this. <laughs> <laughs> like every time I go to look at this, I'm like, I understand it. And then there will be something that I read and I'm like, I don't understand this. But I'm going to do plus two to rain. I think that makes the most sense. Okay. Yeah. So you get plus two uh, to any test involving the rain. So I think as, yeah, you're making your way through this pine forest and there is a sudden downpour. Uh, it just kind of like falls upon you. And it's pretty bad i'm gonna say like it's a it's it's not just like a a light shower it's like a sudden thunderstorm Mm -hmm. but it passes relatively quickly uh so what do do you want to roll first or do we want to talk about like how you react to the to the lightning storm well if i roll a two you're gonna react bad exactly yeah so i think i should roll first okay so Marin rolled an 11 Ooh. okay <laughs> I fucking nailed this. <laughs> okay. Um but I have to roll for everybody. Sorel rolled a nine. Crushing it, crushing it. Acreya rolled a seven. Okay. We all did okay. Okay. So well, alright. So the terrain plus weather, since it's uh it's woods, so that's level eight that's difficulty eight what it's woods i thought you just described grasslands no you're going through the you're going through the forest. i thought that was ahead of us uh-uh. i thought we were in the plant oh sorry that was my poor description no i'm sure it was my bad listening so melure no not at all melure is to the west and the west is the pine forest Felm was to the north did you hold on stop huh did you just make all of this harder yes you did yeah <laughs> It was always going to be hard. All right. Tell me. Just tell me the number and then tell me I failed all of them. No. Well, because here's the thing. If you make it heavy rain, then I don't get my plus two. You described heavy rain. Oh, you don't get your plus two with heavy rain. Mine is just to rain. You're Uh, making it heavy rain. You made it so much harder. So Sorel and I both rolled nines then. And Okreya rolled a seven. You're just shitting on us. I'm just, well, we we did the we interpreted the cards together. Yeah, you just interpreted that interpretation and made it hard. Okay, so we're getting poured on. We did not expect this. Everything is wet because that's like that's a difficulty of eleven. Yeah, we did not. None of us got an eleven. Nobody got it. It would have actually been impossible for Acrea to get an eleven. It's impossible for her credit to get an 11. She rolls very slow. Okay. Anyway, I don't like the face you're making. Because you're making the like, uh-oh, but too bad face. No, I'm making the, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, to... it's fine. We just get wet. Everything just gets wet. It came out of nowhere. We weren't expecting it. Yeah, I think, yeah, it, it absolutely just completely comes out of nowhere. And I think as you're making your way and this, this kind of storm hits, well, so... Akreya has her... Uh, yeah, she can make the leafy things. Yeah, she has the leaf umbrellas. But that takes time, and this came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, it so takes we, like an hour, right? So we would still get wet. I think we see 
y'all kind of like trekking through the forest and, and make your way through this pine uh this pine forest when suddenly like these dark cl- clouds gather and just huge heavy raindrops start falling and you hear thunder in the distance That's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Ryutomo was designed by Atsuhiro Okada and translated into English by Matt Sanchez and Andy Kitkowski. You can find more at kotohi.com. We want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer, without whom the show would not get made. If you didn't hear our goblin making just adorable goblin noises, but also irritating goblin noises, (laughs) then thank you, Zach B. We also want to thank In Love with the Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. You can find In Love with the Ghost at inlovewiththeghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcasts. It means a lot to us and it helps other people to find us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Thank you so much to our patrons who show... Nope, their shows don't keep us going. That's not... I mean, they do sometimes if they have them, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that our patrons help support this show, and they keep it going with their support. So if you would like to become a patron of this show, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. You can directly support the show and help us to maintain and better it every week while getting cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly bonus pod, and Diana's yearly attempt at trying to understand Discord. (laughs) Every dollar makes a huge difference. This episode was sponsored by patrons Sid Helgestad and Nicholas Harvey. Nicholas is the cool and calculating pega named the Warden of the Rose, whose shrine is always adorned with fresh fruits and bouquets of flowers. Thank you so much for your support, Nicholas and Sid. And thank all of you again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world that you continue to have a very nice day. But like, a very, very nice one. 